the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world. It challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mendelo has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us for the next 30 minutes as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelo. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Certainly an interesting time to be a Christian. Uh, It's not an easy time, but it's interesting, and this show is called Courageous Christianity, Not Outrageous Insanity. So we are going to talk about how to bring calm to the world around us, as crazy as it has been. I myself have found these last days trying, and I've had to make a conscious effort to quiet myself and to remind myself of my mission as a Christian. Perhaps you felt something similar And we're going to talk about that today. Uh, Thankfully, I'm joined by Christy Stratton, who is not only my calming wingman, but also a professional coach accredited through the International Coach Federation. And her expertise in helping high-performance individuals to find their most authentic self amidst the most challenging opportunities of life. She has a show on later today called The Divorce Coaching Hour, where she works to guide people away from divorce and, if avoidable, through the divorce process. And we're going to talk to her today and prevail on Christie's expertise as we have this important conversation about bringing calm to craziness. Yeah, and a divorce can be a lot of craziness. <laughs> yeah, as so, crazy as an election? As Well, I, I was going there, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, maybe crazier sometimes, but I don't know. That's up for decision-making there. Okay. And <laughs> In more partly, ways than one. <laughs> yeah, partly what we're going to talk about today is reality and what is actually reality. Because in the difference between actual reality and our perception or what we're told reality is, there's a space. And in that space, we often experience suffering. And what we all know is that we can hardly rely on the media to present us with anything real. And so we have to sort it out for ourselves and work to find calm. But before we begin today's conversation, I have to remind you that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views 
and they do not necessarily represent the Department of the Navy or the Department of Defense. Please pray with us. Heavenly Father, help us to calm ourselves, to kneel at your feet, and to let your power and love flow into us. Help us to hear your promises and to know that you walk with us in everything that we do. You have said you will never forsake us. You have said that you will leave the Holy Spirit with us to guide us. And you have said that those who are persecuted in your name will be blessed. And we know that you are faithful. Dear Lord, the more people around us struggle, the more we need you to help us to bring your truth and love to bear on them in the peace and power of our faith, that we may know you by the testimony of our righteous actions and our kind words. Finally, Father, help us to understand that if we do not stand firm in faith in these times of turmoil, if we do not watch our words and temper our actions, then we will do more damage to your kingdom than those who challenge us. We seek you today, as always, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. These are definitely challenging times. And we often talk about complex things on this show, new things, new ways of looking at things. And in doing so, we make the assumption that we're all in our intellectual and rational brain. But the truth is, sometimes we're in our emotional brains. And so we don't always hear and process effectively in that emotional place. Right. And I've been finding myself going in and out of this place this last week and actually had to make a conscious effort to slow down, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, not look at my phone, to find calm, to pray, to get into the Bible, to read what we know to be true, to remind myself of God's promises, and to get back to a place where I can process things effectively. Right. That's, well, you you said something that's really important in that, in that process of, you you said that you were conscious, you made it, took a conscious effort to do that. And a lot of us don't. We live in a place where we're um, so-called, as, as I would know it, in previous to my training, I would find myself there in kind of a place of spinning, so to speak. And if you think about spinning, you're going round and round and round and round, seeing the yeah. same things over and over and over. And our minds can do that. Uh, and and when we're in what we call in the coaching world and the psychology world and the helping professions is um, the emotional brain. Right. Your perception there is not always very effective. It's because, blurry <laughs> if you're spinning. Right. Something I've experienced uh, myself is that as you start transitioning from an intellectual place toward an emotional state, there's actually a physiological reaction going on in your body. Yeah, absolutely. And most people know it as the fight or flight reaction. It's actually the fight, flight, or freeze, freeze. reaction. Mm-hmm. And you're transitioning toward an animal state. Right. And that state has certain attributes associated with it. For example, blood flows to your extremities Mm -hmm. so as to prepare you to fight or to run. You start transitioning toward a paranoid state where you see everything as a threat. And that's also to prepare you. Uh, It gives you uh, hyper awareness. It gives you uh, this intense granularity in your vision and your hearing. In combat, I mean, you can just 
process. That's what I was going to say. I figured you knew know that very well in combat. Yeah. And in that paranoid state, though, you start to make bad decisions because right. you're not perceiving things as they really are. With you're, clarity. Right. You're perceiving things... As you think they are. In a an emotional place, in right. a scary place. You're seeing everything as a threat. It's paranoid. And so, you know, this election... We're all sitting there and we're watching this stuff happen and you're and you're seeing the pinks and the reds and the blues and the votes and and you start transitioning to this place where it's like, what if this and what if that? Mm. So going back and forth, what what helps a person to get a hold of themselves to slow everything down and to say, okay, hold on a second. What is really real here? What is really happening? Well, I think before you do that, you have to realize that this is happening. Um, so when we said the word spinning and blurring and uh, around, you can't see things straight. And as you said, the m- the media and we're watching this. Right. And where my mind went, my my education's in public relations. And if you know anything about PR, it's putting a spin on things. And and that's in the media we have to realize that what we're seeing is not real. So then as you were talking about the reality, we have to realize that and come to terms with that and question our thinking. Is this real? Uh, Because if not, we begin to get into that spinning, which is the what ifs and things like that. And that's dangerous thinking. So we have to realize that first. Then we have to understand uh, in that, that we do have control over this. Uh, And one of those things that we need to think about is a little cycle called the think, feel, act cycle. And one of the main things we need to realize is much of the time we think uh, our thoughts are real and they aren't. And we have to realize also in that, that we have control over those thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Can I just like back up a little to make (laughs) Sure. sure we're following this? These professional spinsters, right. not like the old women who aren't married kind of spinsters, <laughs> but the spin people. The spin people. Who, spin doctors. <laughs> not to be confused with the, the musicians. They purposefully create an atmosphere of fear to start transitioning you away from your intellectual brain toward the emotional brain where they can more easily manipulate your perception of things because of what you just said, as you get into that state, right. we must take charge, question our thinking. So in my mind, the first thing I want to do is do the Heisman on all of that input, right. turn it all off. And then I've got to get some place internally where I can say, okay, what is real here? And so the Bible tells us what is real. That is the truth. It is the truth. So when the Bible says uh, that in the end times, people will be liars, lovers of themselves, greedy, disrespectful to their parents and all of that stuff, then I say, okay, I haven't been singled out for special persecution. What's happening here was foretold thousands of years ago. Don't get mad at a zebra because it has stripes. It's a zebra. It's doing what it's trained to do. To expect this zebra to be a racehorse is silly. So what am I going to do? I'm going to say, these people are doing what they do. They've always done it. They will always do it. What's real is that God is faithful, that what he says is true. 
I'm going to go to that place. I'm going to calm myself and I'm going to ask him to speak to my heart and then say, what do I do next? And so as we talk about the intersection of our faith and the world, this critical intersection, this critical ground, this battlefield, what we must know is that they're trying to manipulate our perception of that intersection. Right. They're trying to make it angry, reactive. Uh, They're trying to do whatever they need to do to get the outcome that they want, whatever that may be. And it's more than likely not aligned with our Christian values. And and so what you're talking about in that realization and, and knowing that now that people are aware that this spinning is happening, right. you asked, what can you do? And one of the things I like to do is um, find easy tools to help me remember to get into this place. So you've got that realization first. And one of the things I like to do is use acronyms. Um, one of the things that I've come up with lately is the word calm. And you talked about getting to a calm place. And so what we're talking around here is that realization is centering C of calm. Center yourself. What is real? Go to the Bible. Read the Bible, right? So center yourself there on the truth. Otherwise, you get caught up in those questions of the what ifs. The questions you want to ask are what is in fact real? Again, the truth. And we start from there. Okay. So what's A? Um, A is, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember what I came up with. The the centering, I know I said it, I said it, here's the calm. and Calm, aware. Ah, there you go. That's the aware that I came up with. Yeah. So you're, you're centering yourself. You're taking the action to slow down. You said slow down, right? Right. And then now you're aware of the situation and you're looking at it, the reality, when you're asking those questions of what is real and what are the facts, not the what ifs, right? And then look at it and then make a decision. So the look at it and then decide. So center yourself, be aware of what's happening Look at things as they are, and then make a decision. Calm. Calm. That's that's. And, okay. and the thing that we're talking about is you can use anything. One of the things I use is music to help me too, and the lyrics and that Christian-based music that can help me. People can find different things and different tools. So you could make that acronym mean center yourself, then act based on the truth. Listen to what's going on. And then make a decision. There's Ooh, different I like, things. What if the L was listen instead? Center yourself. Be aware of what's going on. Listen. Take in more information. Because in combat, something you always want to do is when stuff is getting crazy and you're not sure of what to do, what to decide, you want reconnaissance. You want intelligence. You want more information. And in that more information looked at with clarity, you'll be able to make a better decision. Well, and something I learned from you is a thing called the OODA loop. We've talked about that on the show before. Yeah. So those spinsters who are not the old unmarried ladies (laughs) are spinning things so as to get inside our OODA loop, which stands for observe, orient, decide, act. And that is a uh, decision-making cycle on the battlefield where we try to manipulate the enemy's observation of his situation, observe, orient, upset his orientation, push him to decisions which are favorable to us on which he acts, and then we can pounce on him. 
Right. And so they're trying to do that at the intersection of the secular world and faithful people, and we're trying to do it at the intersection of faithful people and the secular world. And one of us is going to win, and we're not going to win and put people to a decision that helps them to know God and helps them to come to Jesus. We're not going to win, and that's how I define winning, by getting reactive and getting overwhelmed and getting angry and sending stupid posts on Facebook. A friend of mine has really upset me because uh, on Facebook I saw he always posted these very informative, interesting posts. And lately they've just become very angry. And in his posts, this person's an idiot and this person's an idiot. And I think to myself, he's missing his opportunity to have a calming educational voice and he doesn't even realize it, but the enemies got inside his OODA loop. They're now making him sound bad. And so he's missing that opportunity to, to slow down, turn off the radio, turn off that. Ask yourself, okay, Lord, what is my purpose on this planet as a Christian? And that brings us to the moment of truth because... It's, it's about this exact thing. So, you know, in every show we have a moment of truth, which uses Scripture to inform our discussion so we don't go off on our own program here and invent our own stuff. The Bible is the reference. It's the truth. And our moment of truth today comes from Philippians chapter 1, verse 27. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. So, friends, we have been entrusted with this good news, this gospel of Christ. The gospel is defined as the good news. You can't deliver it with a scowl. You can't yell it. You can't club people with it. If they don't see it on you and in you, then it has no value. It's just words. And our mission is simply that whatever happens, we will conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ as we seek at the intersection of our faith and the world to shine a loving light. And so accurate perception, a calm perception, the understanding that people are trying to manipulate you to their purposes, to get in your OODA loop and have their way with you and make you have bad decisions and bad actions which discredit God. Right. So when we know that this is happening then we have the tools to stop orient ourselves as we talked about whatever acronym it is you give yourself or whatever tool even if it's a daily habit of uh, a practice of every time i feel my anger rising or my fear rising is i'm going to go grab my bible and i'm going to read a verse yeah we sometimes forget that we have the opportunity to decide how we're going to feel some we're people a choice Right. Some people could see it instead of the think-feel-act cycle, it becomes the feel-act cycle. And those are the very people that we're looking at thinking are crazy. So we have to be more intentional. Think what is real, what is true. It's what God is. How does that make me feel and how will I act on that as opposed to just being some freewheeling crazy person? I would guess most people are in the feel think act cycle people don't realize that they actually have a thought before they feel they think their feelings are real and we can change our thinking we are not our thoughts and so Brilliant. by doing that we go to the bible we read the verses we 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 write those verses on our heart and we can make a better choice brilliant and that's a great lead into our quote of the day 
which is from Rudyard Kipling's poem, If. And he opens this poem about courage in the face of adversity with these lines. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, which is precisely what's happening. So friends, that is our challenge. That's the difficult place that we face today to keep our heads and our hearts while those around us are losing theirs and blaming it on us. We must keep our heads and our hearts focused on Jesus and the good that we can do in his name, whatever happens. It's about his gospel and we can't be distracted or provoked. So staying spiritually centered is the most important thing that we can do as we walk on the battlefield of this earth. And if we allow ourselves to get provoked, upset, angry, disheartened, or frightened, we must bring ourselves back from those reactive places. So notice I said, if we allow ourselves, Mm. we're allowing it to happen. We're allowing it to be done to us. And if we do, and it's understandable because those spinsters are good at what they do, then we must work to bring ourselves back. And to do this, we turn off the input, we get quiet, we breathe deeply, pray, talk to God about his faithfulness and his love and his promises, and we think about our role in his kingdom. And I've done that in combat. I've had to quiet myself and slow myself down and control the the rising fear and focus on my mission and my responsibilities. I'm not offering you hot chocolate as you freeze to death. Christy calls it hopium. I'm not trying <laughs> to give hopium. you hopium. <laughs> this is real life advice and it works. And by the way, even Jesus did it because remember when things got too crazy and the apostles were driving him nuts, right. he would go away and center himself and center himself and talk to his father oh. about what was real. So as we wrap up today, please understand that I'm not pretending that everything is candy canes and sparklers. These are challenging times. There are those in this country who are upset about the wealth they don't have and the respect they didn't earn with the work they didn't do. And there are those who hoard selfishly the things they earned with the tools God gave them. Neither of these people are right. As with all things, the devil's influence perverts our understanding of our circumstances and of God's truth. I heard it best said that our talents are God's gift to us, and what we do with those talents is our gift to him. As we calm ourselves in his loving presence, quieting the noise and filtering the angry images with which we are bombarded just daily, right. we can bring ourselves out of the emotional brains, back into our intellectual brains, and focus on the opportunity that we have, intentionally focus, and then walk that out in strength and love with Jesus. And I know with certainty that if we focus on him, thinking clearly about what we can each do every day for the kingdom of God, he will provide for us as every commander provides for the warriors who accomplishes his mission. So when a commander gives a subordinate a mission, the first thing the subordinate does is give the commander back an estimate of supportability, an estimate of supportability. You say, I need you to do this. And the subordinate says, well, if you want me to do that mission, this is what I need. I need tanks. I need Marines. I need all these things. That estimate of supportability. Well, when we pray to God, he's given us this mission. When we pray to him, we're giving him back the estimate of supportability. We're saying, Lord, if you want me to do these things, this is what I need from you. And we should be specific about it. And as we speak those words, we hear them with our own ears, and then we see them in our environment, and then it all becomes real. 
And then as we walk in peace and power on this battlefield, we shine a bright light in faith and a warm light in love. And that is courageous Christianity. Absolutely it is. So friends, courageous Christianity is a public ministry which seeks to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. And as we see, it is a battlefield. This, this, these days after this election are troubling and demanding, and we must have faith and we must help each other. Your support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. So should you want to contribute to this ministry, please do so by texting the amount you'd like to contribute to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. And for donation of $25 or more, I'll send you a signed copy of my book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. So again, if you'd like to text uh, to give $25 or more to 281-800-4940, and you'll receive a signed copy of my book. We're grateful for your listenership and for your support. Should you want to reach us, we can be contacted at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com or 281-656-1833. Friends, these are hard times. We're grateful to walk this with you. Thank you for joining Christy and me today. God bless and Semper Fi.